1: Read out yesterday the parliamentary question and answer that Cullen Burke put to the Minister for Foreign Affairs about J1 visas. After we just began to cover this a couple of weeks ago with one message that came in, and we were followed by a slew of others of people who's waiting for weeks and months and having to put back their travelling day. And this is the time of the year when people should be packing their bags and making sure everything is in order, and so many of them are waiting. For the visa, for the paperwork, and they've had to change their arrangements. Mary got in touch with us. Good morning, Mary. This is your daughter. You're on tour, suppose.
0: This is my daughter. Yes. Um, as as you rightly point out, they should be packed and away at this stage. Like the visa program, if you look at it on the um, American Embassy, the J One to Ireland operates. It's a four month visa, and it operates from the fifteenth of May to the fifteenth of September. So, the earliest you can travel there as part of a J1, is the 15th of, of you know, for the 15th of May. Mm-hmm. And you have to be out of the country again by the 15th of September. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, normally what happens basically is that they work, Labour Day, I think, is the kind of bookend of the holiday period in, it's the first weekend in September, I think, in yeah. the US.
1: Yeah.
0: And generally what happens, they go... You know, some come straight, some go for a holiday, or whatever. At the end, most most work finishes actually. But so, the window now for for the kids that haven't um been processed yet for their visa um is shortening by the minute, and you know they're paying a lot of money to get a four month visa, whereas they're going to miss in. A lot of cases up to six weeks of it. Mm.
1: What's the story with your, your daughter? She was supposed to go.
0: My daughter is supposed to go in June. She already pushed back her dates with the employer. She sourced her own job over there. She wasn't relying on USIT to provide her with a job. And uh, she originally pushed her back her dates to the middle of June and now she has been communicated with them or received communication from USIT to say it will be at the end of June, at the earliest. When did she make she her application? She hasn't even been told that. Um, She paid them 850, uh, it's a couple of months ago now, she paid the full amount mm-hmm. up front. They have been a nightmare to communicate, a nightmare to get information from, like apparently um, her application was delayed because she hadn't completed this phone interview, that A, she didn't know she had to complete, and then when she tried to complete it, you had to literally just wait on their telephone line until they answered the phone. They didn't contact you. You pay them money to sort out your visa, and they do not ring you and say, or, arrange, you know, schedule a time or anything like that for this phone interview. It's just up to you to ring them. Hang on the line. And, again, like kind of thing, having pushed back her dates once, if they wouldn't, Able to deliver within that time, that should have been, you know, when they request people to push back their dates, Mm. they should have, you know, said, yes, if you push back your date till then, we will have your paperwork through by then. But this open ended thing is ridiculous. My son was due to go on the J1, um, the first year COVID hit, and had paid a deposit of 300 euro. Users went into liquidation. He got no money back. Now, I can appreciate... And here they are operating again. There's another company, J1 Ireland, Um. Uh, Another son had gone there previously. Mm -hmm. He'd gone to use it the first time, found them very unsatisfactory, went through this other company, J1 Ireland. And when my daughter contacted them, they said they had already reached their quota. That was before. So basically, there was a company acting responsibly, taking Mm -hmm. on only the applications that they could process. And here we have another company. My daughter, like Colin Burke's um, query to the Doyle related to the processing um by the U.S. Embassy. That's right. Um, my daughter isn't even near that. She, you have to get this service ID from USIT before you can even apply.
1: Yeah. The the companies like you said, they take take a fee and they do, as they say, they they take all the heavy lifting, or they're supposed to do all the heavy lifting of the application. But what Cullum asked the Minister for Foreign Affairs was to see could the Embassy expedite things a bit faster. The response from the Minister was, look, that unfortunately is not something I can do, but they tell me, or rather they tell my department, they're working as fast as they can and they've put extra people in charge of it, which is all very fine. But if the applications aren't coming through from places like you, they can only work on what they have.
0: Now, you know, there was four friends going together. There's, you know, people who have paid for accommodation based on their initial dates who are now have to either fund that accommodation or look for new accommodation, you know what I mean, and lose deposits that they've paid based on work start dates. There's employers, my if my daughter goes back, and the employer just says, "Listen, forget about it. We can, you know, fill the job." Yeah, I mean, locally here without. They're, they're all holding open a job for you. someone and they were expecting the this hold- week. Yeah. Well, she's not. She had already End of June either, yeah. They had already, yeah, um, agreed the middle of June, you know, with the employer, but she's not going to get there now for that date. So we don't know. They've offered her her money back, but they shouldn't. You know, that's not good enough. It's yeah. just not good. Like, yeah, well, you mean, know what I mean? The, like a J1 is a, a once-off. It's, yeah,
1: it's a once-off. It's, once it's, it's a big tree. It's a huge are people-like thing.
0: people-like kind yeah. of thing. It's, you know, the last two years, there was no J1 programme, which means there was obviously going to be a pent-up demand. People that would have normally gone after first year are now going after third year or fourth year, you know what I mean, in college. And, you know, I'm now in the position as well that my daughter... Like they've all been split up even the four of them are going to the one employer one has been able to meet the date the new dates she agreed with the employer whereas my daughter now has to go back to the same employer and say she can't get out there you know what I mean it's and she now has to travel on her own as well
1: yeah
0: out to the states you know what I mean whereas it should have been a much you know will she
1: still hang around and will she still wait until she gets her visa
0: um, at the present, that's the plan. But we don't, you know, we don't know. Like kind of thing, as I said, it's the employer in the states is the um, is the what's going to determine that if yeah. she doesn't have a job there, she will not go. Like kind of thing, and that's it. But like, it's also putting in the position because we are a visa, a visa waiver country that people can go there on a ninety day holiday visa. Yeah, and there is running the risk that people will. You know that students will not will will take that option and go over there and work in the black economy. Yeah. Without the protection afforded by going on a recognised visa program, mm. and that's putting people at risk as well, especially people if, they, as I say, if they have paid for accommodation, mm. it is very likely that they will go over and take. Uh, which you know, and that puts them at risk yeah. of you know, the whole black market economy, yeah. the type of employers or whatever. We all know illegals ah, yeah. Yeah. in the States, you know what I mean? And they'll just... And and hopefully they will meet, you know, Irish illegals or whatever who will look after them for the couple of months or something like that, rather than people who will actually take mm. advantage of people in that position. Yeah. But it's just...
1: How is she feeling about it all?
0: Company. Well, uh, to be quite honest, I nearly... I suppose I really encouraged her to take the opportunity, especially my son had a very positive experience and did two J1 kind of things in his time. And, you know, you'd want those kind of experiences for your your children if they come their way. And I think it's something that she'll regret if she doesn't do it. But at the same time, she's a bit apprehensive. Like, they have been very closed off to all sorts of experiences for the last 2 years and you know she was you know she's 20 or you know she was a teenager, you know she was yeah yeah m- much younger at the start of covid and you know those 2 years of experiences have been taken yeah. away you know yeah. from her yeah. and it feels like it's not there was people in far worse positions, you know what I mean. At I know, the same time, like kind of thing, you know. But at, it, it, it is still a, a, <sighs> a bigger deal than what it would have not would have been for my son heading away at the same time when you're paying he'd have had the full college experience yeah. but you expect to get what you pay for
1: yes when you when you give money to a company y- exactly you expect exactly. to get to get back what they tell you you're going to get for your money Mary thank you very much I wish your daughter well I hope she does eventually get to go and experience the very best of it but it was originally the middle of June now the end of June and no sign of paperwork and she's one of she's one of many many people Mary thank you for that Corks, 96FM.